Welcome to Hold On, a podcast for people we love, and that's probably you. My name's Chad Poe. And I'm Lydia McMillan, and we're so glad you're here. So, Chad, what's the word? Lydia, today is the easiest word of the day, word of the week, word of the word in the history of our podcast. It is the word worst, as in terrible, horrific, no good, very bad day, Oscar the Grouch, worst, as in a German restaurant, but spelled differently. <laughs> The worst. Yes, friends. Y'all are not the worst. Y'all are the best. We appreciate you coming week after week, listening to our show, being here with us. Make sure you go, you subscribe, you rate, and you review. Five stars only. Those are the best reviews. The worst reviews are when you give us anything less. I don't want anybody to take this as a go do it, but we have not had any poor reviews or poor ratings. So thank you for being the best friends. We really appreciate it. <laughs> you guys are the best. The best. Lydia, here we are podcasting. Look at us. Just the two of us hanging out, thinking through what it means to evaluate the worst things. Hmm. How's life out there in Lebanon, Tennessee? Well, I mean, we got some rain, some wind, nothing like what Texas and Alabama have gotten this past week. My goodness, it's been such a messy weather week. Um, but yeah, we um, just living our best lives. Ezra got a filling yesterday. He had some cavities. How'd that go? Well, he's five. So, and not you know great. me, <laughs> you know me, I'm not going to just like send my children out in the world without giving them some preparation. So we watched some YouTube videos on like other kids who got, had cavities and had to get fillings. I like tried to prepare him. You call it your teeth, your teeth are going to sleep. And so you kind of like explain the process that way. Honestly, I'm glad we did it because I wasn't allowed to go back there with him because I also had Elsie in the waiting room who was um, dancing for all of our friends in the waiting room to for King and country, because that's what they were playing on the radio. Cause that's one of her favorite songs is joy. So she was also dancing uh, like the whole time anyway. Um, but it went great. He was such a good sport. He was exhausted after the fact. So he just came home and like, just chilled, took naps and yeah, that was about it. That was our day. So he got pizza last night, which, you know, is his favorite. And, As is mine. <laughs> and we also got some uh, pelicans, like snowballs, shaved ice. I know it's probably not the best idea after you get a filling to also sugar your child up with sweets. To I, I, like you, I like that on the way <laughs> in, you said, let's prepare ourselves completely by watching a YouTube video of Timmy having someone <laughs> drill in his mouth because <laughs> of snow cones. But you said on the back side, let's grab one. Let's do it. You know, YOLO. Is, do the kids still say YOLO? I really don't know. I, I don't talk to kids a lot. <laughs> I, have, I have my kids. They've never YOLO'd, but they're, they're almost homeschooled. So I don't know if they would ever learn what YOLO meant. You know, right here, <laughs> as weird as the weather was in Texas, it's a beautiful day outside, but we cannot step into our yard because it is sogged. Mm. And there is someone in my home of the couple who lives there, my wife and myself, mm -hmm. who is not me, who's a really firm believer in a nice yard. She loves a good yard. Mm. I could care less. We could go Brady Bunch style in my front yard and just turf that bad boy out and I would be <laughs> satisfied. Yeah. But hope is 
precise and she loves the so we are walking Gus around the block as opposed to letting him in in the backyard good times had by all y'all have an HOA no we are in Texas everyone's libertarian there are (laughs) you do not get any type of umbrella over your life here we get we get letters like we haven't gotten a letter about our yard because I'm not a yard person either but we did get a letter shock me in the least bit (laughs) your basketball goal is down and I was like Josh we just got a a letter from the HOA that our basketball goal was still on. He's like, I put that up three days ago. I was like, oh my gosh. We got a letter about our cat. I think we've talked about in that previous episode. So they don't like pets roaming around the neighborhood. Although some people willingly say like, hey, little Benny is out again. Make sure he doesn't get caught in your garages or up under your vehicles. And I was like, little Benny's not inside. He's roaming the mean streets of our neighborhood. I yeah, know, but we've gotten letters from the HOA, so we're we're those delinquents. Those Main Street cats are the worst, <laughs> right? Oh goodness! Well, speaking of the best and the worst things, this week one of the best things that happened to us is we interviewed Scarlett Hiltabidal, and, and she put a book right about your the worst person in the world. So, in honor of Scarlett and our interview. Uh, she talks about loving the book, Little Women. Chad, have you ever read that beautiful novel by Louisa May Alcott called Little Women? No, <laughs> I know that I've watched the movie preview. Oh, which one? The one with Hermione. <laughs> that movie is beautiful, by the way. I did love that one. I also love the 90s version, which Scarlett mentions with um, Wyona Ryder. That's a good version. Before or after she robbed that store? Oh, definitely. Way before. Way before. I don't know in reference to when she dated. This is a Wyona writer. When Wyona dated um, Johnny Depp. I don't know where that is in the timeline. Wait, Wynonna Ryder dated Johnny Depp? Yeah. I did not know this. This is new information to me. Um, Wyona and Depp dated for five months before getting engaged. Okay. There you go. There we are together in the nineties. Good for them. Right. I don't think it worked out because he had that like, uh, Wyona, like, didn't he have a tattoo or something? And then he changed it. Are you saying Wyona, not Wynona? Wynona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying Wyona like Wyona. Judd. I think that's Wynona too. I think (laughs) you're just making up names now. (laughs) Do we need to talk about Christian artists? If you listen to Point of Grace, you're going to like Winona Judd. You're going to like Winona Judd Rider. <laughs> all right. So in the spirit of all things, Little Women, because I know it's your favorite film slash New book, favorite. <laughs> we are going to take this BuzzFeed quiz. Again, we do not condone BuzzFeed and all the things on it. We just like their... I do. I quiz. condone it all. <laughs> the best and the worst. Oh, my Lydia, gosh. Lydia look Lydia lives her life the way she does I'm over here running with scissors oh my gosh please never run with scissors at least hold like the blades in your hand to hand off to the next person please never run with scissors please (laughs) never spin around near traffic please this is gonna turn into an explicit episode but not because of what we're saying like bad words it's gonna be like they're encouraging people to run with scissors that's a bad episode no people don't Please never give your kid a snow cone post-trip to the (laughs) dentist. 
I am that person. <laughs> oh, Let's figure out which little woman I am. <laughs> okay. Are you Meg, Joe, Beth, or Amy? We can't all be Joe is what it's uh, tagged. <laughs> okay. That's true. I guess she's the best little woman. Well, it's it's primarily about Joe and her life, but um, I mean, I love all of them for all of their unique qualities. Okay, here we go. Question number one. I'm going to take it and you let's have you take it too. You take it for yourself. I'll take it for myself. We'll discover which little women we are. Okay. okay first question. How do you spend your free time? The options are reading or writing, hanging out with friends, listening to music or volunteering. Volunteering for what? I don't, I don't, maybe taking care of cats and dogs. I don't know. My answer is reading or writing. Okay. I'm going to say listening to music. Although I do um, volunteer a lot of my time at the uh, kids school a lot, a couple of hours. A couple They've of only had school three days all semester. <laughs> what are you talking about? There's not a lot of time oh, to volunteer man. there. That's you better, true. you better run in when you drop them off or you'll miss it. <laughs> right. Right. All right. What's the next question, Chad? What is one word you'd use to describe yourself? Quiet, honest, hardworking, or dedicated? Hardworking. I think that I'm, I, I would like to think that I am three of these four. <laughs> but yes. hardworking is the one that stands out to me. Mm, good, good. All right. What are your goals in life? Oh, my goodness. To play music and to make people happy. To achieve my artistic dreams and be loved by everyone, to live a simple life and settle down in a small, cozy home, or to become very successful and run my own business. Good grief. If that didn't like explain every single sister to you. It did. Oh, it definitely it, did. <laughs> oh, man. I am not sure as to what my answer to this would be. Simple life and a small cozy home we don't we have too many children and one too many dogs for that <laughs> to achieve my artistic dreams and be loved by everyone if you mm. love by everyone you're not really loved by anyone mm. play music and make people happy you don't want that no one wants <laughs> that to become a very successful person and run my own business let's take this and gear it i would love to be a pastor who effectively does pastor stuff Okay, well, that's not an option, but go with that one. I feel like that's the most, that's the closest. That's great. Oh, no. I, okay, I'm going to choose to achieve my artistic dreams and be loved by everyone. I just want to do all the things and make people happy. It doesn't have to be everybody, but I like making some people happy. I hope this podcast makes people happy. There we go. I think we do. I think this podcast is I making so. it happen. I hope so. How would you describe your style? Ooh. Trendy and expensive, minimalistic and casual, classy and professional, whatever's clean. Okay, let's be real. Minimalistic and casual. Like, I like to be clothed. Like, does minimalistic mean like less like accoutrements, like no I jewelry think, and that, that kind snack? of stuff? Or is it? <laughs> isn't that a fancy snack board? Or is it like? like less clothes because that's not the case but i would feel like i lean into like and i just like a basic like t-shirt and jeans that's me you know Do we need to call our friend julie plunk in i'm <laughs> gonna go minimalistic and casual even though i have far too many clothes 
and far too many sneakers. There's a lot, a lot of moving parts. Minimalistic and casual, final answers, except for the sneakers. Nah, I go with that as well. All right. What would you do if you won the lottery? Now, we are not condoning playing the lottery. This is just you do you live question. your best life. <laughs> All right. What would you do if you got a lot of money? Buy a ton of books or instruments, move to a quiet cottage in the middle of the woods somewhere, donate it to charity or travel the world. Well, the world's not one we should probably. <laughs> I don't I would love to travel the world. Donate it to charity. Those are, mm. it's kind of want to narrow, buy a ton of books or instruments. What a very vague thing to say. We're going to go with D, travel the world. Okay. Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to be in the woods somewhere. I want to be closer to a Starbucks than that. I don't want to travel the world. You can get those cans, those Starbucks I, cans. <laughs> gross. Uh, I, I guess. I don't know. I just don't, I don't read as like, I don't want a ton of books. I want the books that I love to read. Lydia, you don't read unnecessary instruments. I read when people give me books. If they're like, read this. I'm like, yes, I'm reading. Like Karen Swallow Pryor. She just gave us her books. Yes. We're reading those. I cannot wait. Um, Yeah. So I'm going to say donate it to charity. That's what I'm doing. All right. In your family, what role would you give yourself? The helper, the favorite, <laughs> the troublemaker, or the independent one? I would lean into helper. Oh, that's so good. I'm the favorite. I don't <laughs> think that's true. <laughs> that's a dreading joke in our family is everybody's what's, the favorite. What's your favorite food, Lydia? My favorite food? Yes. Um, Like, I guess I would say I, it's a toss up between fish tacos and macaroni and cheese. Not the together. Po- the reason that, that would be okay. Uh, fusion food. The reason that I ask is your family does not have a fish tacos or macaroni and cheese night. That's you have true. a pizza night. That's there true. Is a favorite established <laughs> when your children listen to the archives in many, many years after Spotify buys us. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. Next question. If you could go on any of these trips next week, I'm busy next week. Okay. Where would you go? I'd rather stay home. Travel to New York City, take a tour of Europe, or visit friends who live out of town. I think I'd rather stay home. Oh, okay. I mean, maybe not. Take a trip. I would like to go to Europe. Uh As I said earlier, not every piece of it. Just stay home. That's okay. No judgment. You don't have to go. It's just next week. I'm going to say, well, now that I think about it, visit friends who live out of town. Mm. Hopefully, it's a home away from home in old york city europe there you go there you go i'm taking a tour of europe i've always dreamed of going and sometimes when i uh want to watch things about european stuff i watch these shows on like the roku channel about buying property and houses out in the country in the united kingdom so i'm taking a tour of europe (laughs) Okay, Lydia, this next one is choose your own flower. Thankfully, there are pictures listed or I would not know what these flowers were. A, sunflower. B, rose. As in rose from Titanic, who is the worst? That's not a picture of rose, though. It's in a picture of an actual rose. But she was a terrible person. I mean, just share share the board. Peony. Mm-hmm. Is that right? 
Yeah. Did I pronounce that correctly? Mm-hmm. Or a lily. I don't like lilies and sunflowers kind of gross me out a little bit. Like they're just so big, but I do like sunflower seeds. I'm going with the peony, although I really love roses too. Peonies are my favorite. I like the sunflower. Mm-hmm. The tulip is not listed, which would give away some of my theological leanings <laughs> at a party. Oh, this is yours to ask. You want me to ask it? Get it. Yeah, you can ask. At a party, Lydia, where can you be found? Mm. A, in deep conversation. B, helping clean up. C, flirting. D, hiding in the bathroom. This is obviously for unmarried folk. I am either hiding in the bathroom or helping clean up, probably helping clean up. I've got a little help clean up in me. Uh You know, one of my... Or my uncle, Hope's uncle, but my uncle now, he's a pastor of a church and he is always the last person in line for meals. He is always working. And the Lord has just taught me a lot about what it means to be a a pastor who serves through him. So thank you, Uncle Freddie. Thanks, Freddie. All right. Help clean up. I am I am Meg March. Your friend. Probably call you the parent of the group. That ain't true. You're a true rule follower. No, I don't. I, how dare you? I run with scissors who likes to focus on the task at hand. You can be a bit of a perfectionist at times. This obviously this little woman is not me. I think that's a bad read. <laughs> well, I got that. You're quiet. Oh, you're quiet, introverted, and you'd rather listen than talk. Yes. You're shy, but also very sweet. Thank you. You have a lot of passion for music. True. Whether it's playing or just listening, but also Chad, Beth dies in the story. Spoiler alert. Well, things happen. I was really hoping for Amy. She's the artist. She has all the fun. Well, at least you're not me out here. I'm surprised oh. I didn't get Meg. I feel very Megish. Following the rules and parenting the folks. (laughs) Okay, Lydia, we had a really good time this week with our friend friend Scarlett Hiltabeidel, and I think you're going to love what she had to say about little women and so many other things. Lydia, how do you know Scarlett? Yeah, um, I worked with her husband back a few years ago, and um, I met her and her husband and her girls um, at an event, and they are just fantastic. The girls are so fun. If you don't go and follow her on all the socials, um, we'll link them in the description. Um, but she's just a lot of fun, and I cannot wait for you guys to get to know her a little bit better. So y'all take a listen. Hey, friends, we are here today with a new friend, Scarlett Hiltabeidel, and we're going to have her tell us a little bit about herself and the and her new book and her old books. I love old books, but uh, before she does that, I'm going to ask her to introduce herself to us using a recent word from Wordle. Scarlett, <laughs> Scarlett, your word is smelt smell <laughs> wait i have to describe myself using the word you smelt to, you have to introduce yourself and you have to incorporate the word smelt into your introduction you do not have to say about tell us how you smelt or anything <laughs> like that okay smelt um 
this is already my favorite podcast I've ever been on. <laughs> okay, hold on. You are in the minority. <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> so fun. Hello, everybody. My name is Scarlett Hultevital. Um, I live in Southern California. I've lived in a lot of different cities. I don't have very many skills. Smelting is just to, just to name one is one that I don't have. Um, there's a lot of other ones that I don't have, but smelting is one of them. Um, I have three children, two rabbits, one husband. Um, and I like to write books and I like the ocean and nachos and I don't smelt. <laughs> How did I do? That was incredible. Thank you. Whew, you no warning. You, you did not even warn me about this. It's all good. Uh, <laughs> Scarlett, Lydia is going to tell you about the, our first game that we like to play. So we like to start off really easy, no pressure. We're going to ask you this or that. So we'll give you two options and you pick one or the other, and you can tell us why you choose that option. Again, if you're just like, that is it. And I'm done and I'm not going to talk about it. That's fine too. <laughs> you're not going to like quiz me on like world history and stuff. Of course right? not. No, okay. no, no. These I'm are all good, get anxious. Okay. all good things. <laughs> okay. The first question is California or Tennessee. We know you've lived in both. That's so difficult. California. <laughs> it is that's, difficult. I love both, but California. That's painful and, and a tad bit hurtful. Sorry. Well, I'm, I'm from here. Native. Okay, Are well, you? I'm a California native. Yeah. Mm. So I'm new here, but I'm not new here. I was born in Pasadena. I was born an hour from where I live now, basically. Um, and I grew up by coastal between mostly between Miami and LA, back and forth. And so lots of happy memories here. And culturally, I feel most at home here, but I miss Tennessee so much. Oh my goodness. How are things? We, we know that we've seen COVID numbers go down. How are things for you in California? Do you guys feel good or in a good space there? We're in a kind of a pocket that has, it hasn't been too extreme. You know, um, when we moved here, it was, we moved here last May. So things were still pretty shut down, but not as much as I expected them to be. Um, but they've slowly opened back up and life feels pretty back to normal where we are currently. So, yeah. Um, amazing. Well, I'm thankful for that. Okay. Here's a really important question. Okay. Church directory photos or glamour shots. <gasps> well, wait, okay. Uh, clarifying question. Am I supposed to tell you which one I like better, which is funnier? What is the exact? You feel free to, to do with on? this as interpret you this as I, as I will. Um, allow the Lord to lead. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to say I have a horrific church directory photo and a horrific glamour shot, both of which were taken when I was around the age of 12. I think I'd have to call it a tie. They're both fantastic. I think glamour shots still exists. The, the mall place where you like dress up in a halo and a boa. I need to go. I, I missed it. I missed it. Cities. I want to go. I need to be there. I told my mom a couple weeks ago because we talked about it with the cast, with the big boo cast, big and boo mama. And I was like, I want glamour shots, mom. I missed it. It's Ugh. you missed out because it's really special. <laughs> I, I guess I'd have to pick glamour shots, the costumes. Yeah. All right. The next one, nachos or tacos? Hmm. Man, these are very hard hitting questions. <laughs> um, this is I, how we do the Lord's work. Man, I used to would have immediately said nachos, but now that I live in California, there are some very unique taco places I've discovered. I really like um, 
vegetarian things, even though I'm not vegetarian for any reason other than I'm picky and I like vegetarian stuff. So like mushroom tacos are really good. I found some really good mushroom tacos, like portobello mushroom tacos. Um, I think I might be tacos these days. It's a whole new world. I know everything's changing. Just like Aladdin taught us. Yep. (laughs) Okay. I don't know what these stores are necessarily, but I feel like it's a great question for you. Okay. The limited two, (laughs) as in also, or Claire's. Okay. What did you say after the limited two? As in also T O O. Oh yeah. No, I was immediately with you. I anonymous. That's never been to either one of these. Okay. Um, or Claire's you're asking me to choose between favorites that have been so neck and neck my entire life. I don't know how to answer these questions. I would have to say I have the most passionate feelings about the limited two, just because when I was coming of age, um, Lydia gets it. You guys can't see her, but she, she just grabbed her. She just clutched her heart like, um, me back. in agreement. It was like, <laughs> if I, I still remember the gingham purple shorts that I got in sixth grade. And I was like, this is going to change my whole life. I have it did. Shorts now. It didn't, it didn't, <laughs> but I thought I was really sure it would. And I was really happy to have those shorts. So mm. I'm going to buy those stores on my beeline to a champ sports or a, <laughs> Or a Foot Locker, yeah. a lot of Foot Locker in my middle school days mm-hmm. and high school day and today. <laughs> All right, next question: Trader Joe's or Ralph's slash Kroger? Trader Joe's, easy. Mm-hmm. Makes me feel like I'm not a bad cook because they just have good stuff, good freezer stuff. Trader Joe's all the way. Okay, Scarlett. We're going to get down to the nitty gritty. You were in Tennessee long enough to know what that means, I hope. Yes. Uh, Some people define themselves by Myers-Briggs or the Enneagram, or they tell Uh you they're an otter or something like that. Hmm. We want you to define yourself by a character from one of the following uh, IPs. The, The person on this book, TV show, movie that you identify with the most. And I think you'll be great at this. Okay. I'm amazed by these questions. Go ahead. This is so much fun. Little women. Oh, you guys have did some research, didn't you? Because you're like really speaking my language. Joe, come on now. Did you read? Um, have you guys read any of my new book yet? Because I literally say that I wanted to be Joe or I envisioned myself as Joe from Little Women. Um, just wanting so to much. be loved and wanting to write and wanting to, I think I said, uh, end up with the hottest guy in the film quote. Mm. <laughs> you know, I've not read it yet. Uh, is that Hermione? Does Hermione play that character? Oh my in the movie? goodness. No, I, I don't what? know things. I'm no, no, sorry. No. I'm talking the old little one. I haven't even seen, maybe I haven't seen the new one, but the yeah. old one with, um, Winona Ryder. Yeah, no, 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 that's no, no. her. Yeah. yeah. Winona Ryder. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. my, that's my little woman. And she, I just, her. Mm. Yep. It's good. No question. All right. The next one is The Office. What character from The Office? <laughs> I've never thought about this. This is so hard. I don't know. I know I, that I love Michael Scott the most, but I don't think I am Michael Scott. Um, I'm not Dwight. I might be. I'm not Pam. Oh, I might need your help. Jim, maybe? Jim's a good character. You, you give Jim energy off. Okay. <laughs> okay. I sense that. <laughs> I'm going to say Jim. Friends. <laughs> <laughs> um not Phoebe I guess Rachel but not really 
Did you have Rachel's hair at any point in your life? I just about two weeks ago, I <laughs> I think I just finally got the Rachel. Isn't that a new thing? Like the yeah, Rachel's no, coming back. back. The yeah. 90s are back. And I tried to give myself a hair trim and I did really badly. And so then I went to get it fixed and it could be salvaged by basically doing the Rachel. Um, you, you had an unplanned, inadvertent Rachel haircut. Yes. Yes. That oh, is that's correct. good. good. Just for, for this interview? Yes. It, it, just for this interview. Yes. yes. Oh, I knew you. I anticipated you might ask that. And I wanted to talk about that. Um, <laughs> no, but when I was younger, I tried to get the Rachel and I, I, it wasn't good, but I tried, I did try. It didn't look like hers though. <laughs> I'm sure there are a lot of people that listen to this podcast that feel the exact same way yeah, about their so. attempt at the Rachel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next super Mario brothers character. Uh, Yoshi. Yes. Just because he can do that floating thing, right? Yes. Who doesn't want want to float? I want to float. I would pick Yoshi like in 64 Yoshi. I never played that one. Oh, well, we were in seminary at the time. My dad was at Southeastern. So Mm -hmm. we'd go to another kid's house and they had all the video games. Okay. Oh, so good. Because we only had like the old one. You have to blow into the cartridge and stick it in multiple. Like the old Super Mario Brother. That's what we had. Lydia had Christian video games. I think they just (laughs) played the left behind game over and over and over. That actually sounds like it'd be kind of entertaining. Kind of scary. Candles are really scary. Really scary. It it was rapturous. (laughs) If you weren't taken at the beginning of the game, then it's intense. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Tribulation. Getting scared. Brothers. Okay. Tribulation. Let's move on. Harry Potter. Um, my husband and oldest daughter love Harry Potter. I've never, I'm not really into the fantasy stuff, so I don't know enough about it. I'm sorry. That's okay. You're, you're great. Forgive me. In your new book, you talk about being the worst person in the world. Uh, so we're going to ask about the worst items in the following categories. So you get to evaluate these items based on how terrible you think these things are. Okay. The worst okay. kid show or movie. Um, Caillou. Yes. Oh, if you were going to say Caillou, I was going to be like, Caillou. Have you, is it, uh, the worst thing to eat. Uh, um, undercooked red meat. Ugh. Well done. It's got to be well done for me. Good choice. Good choice. The worst animal to have as a pet. Um, any kind of reptile. The worst fashion choice that you ever made in the 1990s. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I guess I would say full dresses over jeans. That was kind of weird, wasn't it? Did that happen? Yes. Like jeans, flare jeans, or, you know, the jeans that are in style right now with a dress that goes to your knees. That's just like a dress over it. Any dress, like skirts. Like I did that whole, like. Ashley Simpson thing where I thought it was cool to wear short skirts over my jeans. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. These are great questions. (laughs) The worst pizza topping. Um, um, I don't know guys. I'm so plain. (laughs) I I do not venture out. I like cheese pizza. Next question. (laughs) All the things, all the other things are the worst. Okay. (laughs) Now, what would you say? So we have, we have established that you Uh, eat cheese pizza. 
What would you say is the best of the following things? The best Christmas movie. My goodness. Ah, while you were sleeping. Oh. Who knows? That's a Christmas movie, right? I I count it. I count that as a Christmas movie. Like Die Hard, you know? Today. Yeah, people say that. Uh, that's not that's not my favorite. I don't know, you guys. Uh, that, next question. <laughs> the best place to eat in California. Um, lemonade. Oh, what is that? I really like it. Does Beyonce own that? I feel like <laughs> who knows? Maybe. I feel like most people probably would not like it because it's like very weird. I guess you'd call it New American. It's like, you know, weird stuff like rice with chicken with you know, Brussels sprouts in a way you've never tasted them before. And it's like, take me to lemonade. I love it. Take me to the place that serves that weird rice and chicken. Uh, And And then like lavender lemonade. And then they have like blood orange lemonade and all these lemonades. Mm. I need to is acting fancy. She's not been anywhere but Chick-fil-A. I and- had lavender <laughs> lemonade at my wedding at Brentwood <gasps> Baptist. Wow. Yo, I'm cutting edge over here. I'm like yes, lemonade. You are cutting edge. The best book you have ever read. The Great Divorce by C.S. Lewis. Mm. So good. I have never had an answer to that question until I read that book a few years ago. And then I was like, okay, got it. Man, I love that book. It helps you grieve. Yes. Yep. It helps you grieve and it just helps you wrap your mind around eternity in a way that I just, or just kind of be at peace with it in a way that I never had been before. Mm -hmm. And I read it a few years ago and I hadn't really experienced grief close to home until last year when I moved to California, I lost two members of my small family in within uh, 16 days. And so I'm so grateful to have had that already in my brain because yeah. Yep. Yeah, there are a few books that help someone to sit in sadness more than the great divorce. So, oh my goodness, so good. What is the best TV show? Mm, probably The Office. No, Seinfeld. Okay. Yep. Seinfeld. Final, final answer. Yeah. All right. That's great. The best music to listen to while you're writing. Um, I think in the past I have done like gone to Apple and gone to like study quote, chill, whatever, you know, ambient, but now I just nothing. It has to be nothing. I'm the same way. I write mediocre sermons on the regular and I used to (laughs) from time to time try to put jazz music in the background, but I have to have it almost silent. I have friends that go to coffee shops and they'll write sermons at a coffee shop. Like that's going to help you do anything, but get the jitters. Yeah. Okay. Switching gears. We want to hear all about your new book. What inspired you're the worst person in the world. I, this is like the second or third conversation I've had about it. It comes out next month. I don't know when this airs, but it comes out in April. So I'll say what inspired it was my first book, afraid of all the things. Um, which is more of like memoir testimony, my story of anxiety and just learning how the gospel speaks into that and how I can actually have joy and peace as a Christian rather than constant panic. Um, I was going back and forth with my publisher about the cover of that. And so I was sending the cover options to my closest friend, Katie. And um, one of them was this dark red and the book is supposed to be funny. So it has like fangs and like syringes and stuff on the cover. And it's supposed to give off that you know, lighthearted vibe, but with a dark red background, it wasn't as lighthearted. So I'm sending these things to my friend 
And I said, well, what do you think about the dark red one? And she was like, Scarlett, I'm so excited. This is your first book. You know, um, I think that the dark red might be a little bit scary for where, <laughs> what you're going for with, you know, the fangs and everything. But even if it was just, even if your first book was just a blank white cover and it just said, you're the worst person in the world, I would still be so excited because you're, you know, because we're, she's my closest friend. So I laughed so hard just imagining that on a coffee table, a Christian book called you're the worst person in the world on a coffee table. And then I was like, Katie, that was in 2019. I was like, that's gotta be a book someday, you know? Um, but then what inspired it truly was thinking about that and thinking, man, I'd like to write a book with that funny title. And then thinking about how much that ties into my faith and how, you know, when I was living with so much anxiety, it was because I was trying to be perfect all the time. And even after I was a like legitimate follower of Jesus, I was still always wondering like, is my goodness good enough? Am I, you know, is Jesus going to say, well done, my good and faithful servant and learning to not just stop at the woe is me. I'm the worst, you know, Romans three twenty three. learning to move on from that to repentance and turning from sin and, um, you know, feeling that relief of the forgiveness that we get from Jesus, um, you know, that moves you to peace and joy, which is that thing that I've been trying my whole life to grasp that was so hard for me for so many years um, that I finally feel like I know how to <laughs> tap into because I know it's not about me and it's not about me being the best and me glorifying myself, even though that's like what I was subconsciously trying to do my whole life. So um, yeah, so that's what it is. It's a bunch of stories of me being the worst and hopefully readers get more from it than, wow, she is a terrible person. <laughs> I hope that it, um, shows them that they also are the worst because we all are and that, um, we can rest in the goodness of Jesus instead of striving to be awesome. So how do you, so you talk about the hustle mentality and striving for perfection, how those things creep into your faith life. How do you combat that personally what are you doing to deal with i mean right now you're selling books and it's really hard to say you know it's it's hard to fight okay should i share again on instagram do i check and see how do you combat that idea in your own heart that's such a good question you know i'm so grateful that this whole selling books thing did not happen when i was pursuing it when i was 22 which is when i started pursuing it <laughs> because when i was 22 but when I was still in the striving, like I'm going to make something of myself, I'm going to be successful at this mode. And I was writing bad fiction books, you know, um, if it had happened then, I think I would have, well, I think of this Jim Carrey quote, I think it was a Jim Carrey tweet where he says, I hope everybody gets, I, I'm um, paraphrasing, but I hope everybody gets rich and famous and everything they've ever dreamed of so that they can see that it's not enough. <laughs> and so, you know, like everything in life, I was pursuing, 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 and failing. And I'm so grateful for that because when it actually started working to where I get to do this thing, I've always loved doing, which is writing books. Um, Jesus was already changing my life and heart. He was already exposing that idol that I, that was a blind spot for so many years. Whereas I was just like, Oh, this is my creative thing. I like doing, but really my whole life was like in pursuit of this goal, you know? Um, so when it finally became my job, I was already having a different, of course I'm a human. I'm not, nothing is, none of my motives are pure. I know that. And I, what do I do on the day to day? You ask, you know, I try to remain close to Jesus and I, and in his word and, you know, the Holy spirit convicts you if you're in his word, if you are mm -hmm. obedient to be in community, like we have our small group coming over tonight, you know, that stuff is hard for me because I like to hide and be a hermit. That's kind of my 
my go-to. <laughs> um, I think I naturally isolate when I'm in pain or when I'm scared and I don't want to have conflict. And so it's easier to be alone. I think people struggle with that more post COVID than they used to, but I've always kind of been like that. So, you know, I just, all this to say, I'm grateful that the book thing didn't happen when I was so, you know, tunnel visioned on, let me make this happen. It kind of happened by accident, not by accident, but kind of fell into my lap when I was just, you know, telling people what Jesus was doing for me, writing about him to nobody is when God let it happen. So, you know, I've got that. And then I've also got the growing up, um, in Hollywood, you know, it's, it's made me very sensitive to how easily, and I mean, you know, we live in a time now I didn't, I grew up before Instagram. So we live in a time now where everybody is broadcasting their everything. It doesn't matter what your job is. You're, you're most, everyone is broadcasting their life. So I'm, I'm very acutely aware of the dangers of, you know, getting that focus wrong. And I think we all struggle with it. I absolutely still struggle with it, but I think for me, it's the obedience, just, you know, read the Bible and obey, be in community, be in his word, repent, live a lifestyle of confession and repentance, because we can't have that freedom and peace when we are just walking that path of, you know, how do you know what to post on Instagram? I think it's like anything else. It's like, pray that, you know, pray that God is purifying your motives and, and acknowledge that you're going to get it wrong. And when you get it wrong, be, um, humble and, you know, point people to the one who's perfect, because that just goes with everything else that I'm saying, you know, like I'm not going to get Instagram, right. Something I do do is I send everything I'm going to post to my husband first. And sometimes he's like, eh, don't post that, you know? So that's like my little safety net of, yeah. I love it. That's, that's really good. That's, do you think it's going to be weird when you tell your friends that come to community group tonight that you were on this weird podcast today or not? <laughs> I'm pretty quiet in small group. <laughs> I kind of, I'm very quiet. I, it might not come up, but if it does, no, this is like, <laughs> this is a very good podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is really something. <laughs> this is, yeah. I'm going to walk away from this and be like, did I bear my soul too much? But also we were talking about Harry Potter and not sure. I'm not sure what happened there. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. We have had such a great time with you, Scarlett. Where can our listeners find you on the internet? The World Wide Web. World Wide Web. If they know how to spell your correctly and you're the worst person in the world.com, go there. There's no apostrophe though. The World Wide Web will not allow for an apostrophe. Yeah. <laughs> Y-O-U-R-E. <laughs> The worst person in the world.com. That's probably easiest way to find me. I love that. Well, we have all your social media stuff too, and we'll share that and we'll trust the Lord is purifying your motives as you post on those things. So <laughs> I hope he purifies mine. This has been the very best time. Uh, thank you for trusting us and letting us be part of your day. Thank you so much. You guys are so much fun. Thanks so much to Scarlett Hiltabidal. We loved having you on the show and please go check out her book. You're the worst person in the world. When Paul talks to us about worst things, he, he could talk about a lot. He could talk about the way that he was treated by others. He could talk about the way that he was treated by the Pharisees. He could mention the way that his citizenship could be uh, mismanaged, overlooked. There are so many things that Paul could say to us, but Paul talked to us about the way that he views himself. He says to us in 1 Timothy, this saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, and I am the worst of them. 
it's really easy for us to look around and find someone who's doing something that we don't think they should do or saying something that they don't think we should say. We should never lose sight of the fact that in our hearts we are uh, that we are sinful. And that's the attitude that Paul has here. But Jesus came to save those of us who are sinful, which means that Jesus is absolutely capable of saving you if you don't trust him. If you don't already, go visit us on all of our social channels. We are at Hold On Podcast on Instagram and Twitter, at Hold On Pod on Facebook. So come check us out there. Thanks so much to our friend Megan at Megan's Mickey Dream Vacations as you plan your summer trip to Orlando, the magic city. Is it the magic city? I think it's a magical city. I think that you should use Megan to book that trip because she is fantastic. Also, if you are a pastor, preacher, Bible teacher of any kind, doesn't matter which station in life right now, I would love for you to be part of a Throughline cohort at Throughline. We work to help you become more efficient in your preparation and more effective in your communication. If there is anything that we can do to help you, please let us know. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.